What is going on, guys? Robbie here from the Big Red Express. Welcome to the first episode of Real Talk with Robbie and Katie. My name's Robbie with my gorgeous wife, Katie. Katie, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. This is going to be a weekly segment that we try to have here on the Big Red Express where we come on here, talk about topics that interest us, maybe a debate or two, maybe something we don't necessarily agree with each other on that we want to poll the rest of the audience out there and see where they fall on one side or the other. This week, we are talking about goats. And no, not the animal goats. The greatest of all time. And Katie, I've got to ask you a question. Does the greatest of all time have to be sports specific? Or can there be a greatest athlete of all time? I think it has to be sports specific. You you can't have a, a goat that encompasses all the sports because they're so different. And I think the word goat is widely overused. I mean, every five seconds we're talking about how so-and-so's a goat. Patrick Mahomes is a future goat. Right. Like Michael Jordan, goat. LeBron James, goat. I just don't understand how we can just throw that term around and it's supposed to be like a single thing. And I think it's also where you almost have to, it's got to be sports specific, but it also almost has to be era specific as well. Oh, so now you're trying to steal my my trademark. No, what? Wait, what were you saying? <laughs> I don't think it should be GOAT, G-O-A-T. It should be GOAT, G-O-T-E, greatest of the era. Okay, that's good. Because I, I like you, can't, you can't compare Roger Federer to Pete Sampras. You can't compare Babe Ruth to some of these guys that are playing now. It's a completely sure. different time, a completely different way to play the sport than what we've had in the past. And I think that's what something gets brought up when you always see in basketball, okay, well, the greatest of all time was Michael Jordan. But then you have LeBron that's like, oh, he's the greatest now and he's the great. The two never played each other. So there was never a specific, okay, he's the greatest of all time then. But then people that that are older than us, maybe like our parents or our grandparents will be like, Oh, what about Wilt Chamberlain and all those guys way back in the 70s and 60s that won all these championships? But I, you know, you you bring up the conversation and you wonder, like, you look at some of the greatest of all time when it comes to a specific sport. Now, what's your favorite sport to watch? Oh, baseball. Baseball. You could argue and say the Babe Ruth, where which is always, and I think, That's also a conversation that's just like, I think whenever you talk about someone in baseball being the greatest, I feel like the first name that always pops into your mind is Babe Ruth. Absolutely. And when you think about baseball, like in any sport, you have to think about the value that was placed on sports at the time. Right. And I mean, back then when Babe Ruth was playing, You know, these guys were coming back from war and then playing baseball in their off time or they had another job and then were playing baseball in the off time. Right. Whereas now it's like your sport is your job and you don't have to worry about doing anything else. Definitely. So when you talk about greatest of all time, like you also have to take that into account. And I think one of the the main reasons and something that's a you brought up a very good point with baseball back when Babe Ruth was playing and all those guys in the early you know, the 1800s, or not 1800s, the 1910s and 20s and 30s. But I think about CrossFit when people talk about, Matt Frazier just retired from CrossFit. People are always going to be talking about how Rich Froning and him are the 
greatest of all time. But they were in two specific eras of CrossFit. Rich Froning was in an era where it was kind of just like a secondary thing. CrossFit was a hobby. It was a type of workout. And if it wasn't for Rich, I, do, I don't believe that CrossFit could become a career path for anybody moving forward just because of the, the amount of work that it takes to become a CrossFit athlete now. You can't almost be a regular person and, and work out every once in a while and make it to the CrossFit games. You almost have to work out 365 days a year and they make it to the CrossFit Games. But at the same time, CrossFit is such a young sport. Right. So you do still have to be a normal person. I mean, Rich isn't making money on the right. CrossFit Games True. anymore. True. And even if he was, he's not making that much compared to what these professional athletes are making. You know, like he still might make money on sponsorships and stuff like that, but he's also running a gym. Like right. he has a business and a job outside of being an athlete. And For that's sure. something that you have to have when you're a CrossFit athlete. So you could say that they're the goats in their sport and that's fine. But CrossFit is such a young sport to be talking about that too. Right. And I always, whenever sports illustrated puts out a list of like the, the hundred greatest athletes right now, you always see so many different sports represented on that. And you always wonder to yourself, okay, well, is LeBron James really a great athlete? And yes, he's a physical specimen. He, but is he really a great athlete? I, I think about if you're going to talk about the greatest of all time, if you want to talk about the greatest athlete of all time, yes, CrossFit is involved in that because it's a fitness thing. But I think one of the oldest and one of the most recognizable sports, you got to think about gymnastics when you put it in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at the women and the men that do gymnastics, and most of them are good at the five expertise that you have to be good at in, in gymnastics, and that's just incredible to me. Yeah, you have to be perfect in those five events right. in order to get that all-around gold medal. So you're a more well-rounded athlete as a gymnast, sure. I would say, compared to some of these other athletes who right. are experts in their sport but that's what we talk about when we talk about goats you can't be the greatest of all time period right. tom brady can't be the greatest athlete of all time for sure because he's only being measured in one thing it's the same thing with michael jordan we could talk about michael jordan all day playing basketball but everybody knows how his baseball career went that's, and let me tell you true. he ain't the go to that no not at all and, and you think about if he wasn't as great of a baseball player would have would he even have gotten that shot at baseball probably not i mean i have a feeling that it was a publicity stunt for the chicago uh the White Sox. The White Sox mm -hmm. to sign him to a minor league deal just to get fans to the park. And hey, more power to him. If you want to, you know, if he wants to go try baseball, because that's what his dad used to do and he loved playing baseball growing up. If that's what you want, more power to you. You know, I'm not going to say. Yeah. And I mean, it, even when we talk about football here, you talk about Russell Wilson. Right. Or even Patrick Mahomes. Am I right? He played yes, baseball he in at least high school. He did. Yep. They could be a lot more well-rounded in other sports that we just don't know about. Right. Or soccer players could be punters in the NFL. And yeah. I know being a punter doesn't really make you a goat. Right. But, you know, these guys have Well, don't tell that to Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah, I won't. He, yeah. He, he belongs in the right. Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think when you talk about 
the greatest of all time or even the greatest of the era, you have to think about the technology that has changed and the way people train. I mean, you think about everything that we have to our disposal now as opposed to even 20 years ago, and stats are so much different. The, the physical body is so much different because we know so much more. And everyone compares like, oh, the guys back in the 70s wouldn't even be able to touch a fastball now. And, you know, in baseball and things like, oh, Babe Ruth would never be able to touch a fastball that Clayton Kershaw throws or any of these guys throw. But it's just like, yes, but he didn't need to because at the time when he was playing, guys probably weren't throwing 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Yes, guys were throwing, you know, 120, 130 pitches and the velocity wasn't as fast. But at the end of the day, you, you can't compare someone else from an older generation to what you're doing now and expect it to be even Steven. Mm -hmm. You know, almost have to hand them that, that equipment, that old equipment and see what they would do with it. I mean, tennis is one of the big examples of that. We're playing with different rackets. We're playing on some of the courts are the same, but you've got to believe that they've evolved over the years. You're playing with different shoes on your feet. I mean, you also have so much more time and accessibility to train you know, you might be able to hop on a plane real easy and fly right. down to Florida when it's cold up in New York True. in order to do that. Whereas before you might not have been able to do that. And I think also in tennis is a great example because that's a sport that has evolved. And I think the basic knowledge and the basic gameplay of the sport has stayed the same. You hit a ball over the net and, you know, it goes back and forth. But you're right. The technology and just in the rackets, I, I'm so so surprised with how many different types of rackets, how many types of grips, how many types of shoes, mm-hmm. socks. I mean, just the entire outfit, how much that can, you know, make a difference to a player mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. And with any sport, I mean, with golf, you know, the, the different types of clubs that they have now, they're able to hit the ball so much further than they were so long ago and just everything that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It's just, it's just strange because I don't believe, and I agree with you. I don't think there can be a greatest athlete of all time. I think it's, you almost have to get everyone in the room and say, Hey, this is, you know, this is the, they are the greatest of when they played. Yeah. Greatest of the era. Right. And I, I you're right. And I don't <laughs> think that that goes I don't think people pay enough attention to that because they always just want to say, oh, he's the greatest ever or she's the greatest ever. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I I just think it's it's so different just because of everything that the sports have evolved. I think the one sport that maybe hasn't changed much in terms of the technology and things, maybe swimming. Yeah, maybe. Other, I mean... The concept is the same. The pool's probably going to be just about the right. same. Maybe the goggles have gotten or better. their suits. I mean, there was maybe. that big controversy with, like, you can't wear the full-body swimsuit True. anymore. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe that. But, again, training. Like, I right. can't imagine being a swimmer, you know, 50 years ago when right. maybe I wasn't able to swim in pools close to my house or whatever. Like you literally had to move yourself to 
the Olympic training center right. in order to do that. Whereas nowadays, like you might have one in your backyard if you're that famous and right. rich. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> and you're right. And I think it, you know, with that sport specifically, you almost look at like, okay, well the pure talent and you look at some of the best of all time in that. And the first person that pops in your mind is Michael Phelps. And this guy has a eight foot wingspan you know, it's just almost like he was born to be a swimmer. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, that's all he did from a very young age to until he was, I mean, he's still swimming, obviously. But, you know, I think it's just, it's, it's one of those things where how often can you say, and I don't even know how to put into a context of who could be the greatest athlete of all time. Because you hear those, because those debates are always going to be had. And I just wish they weren't had anymore. Yeah. I wish that Tom Brady, well, I mean, maybe it's just, I don't like the guy. I just think he's a jerk, but I respect what he's done. I mean, it's not easy to, to make it to 10 Super Bowls and to win seven of them. And I think it's also a dynamic of, he plays a team sport. Like he is one position. Yes. It's an important position on a team sport. Like his, if his defense did nothing yesterday, they potentially could have lost the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's with anything when you're talking about team sports. And that's, it's so hard to say, oh, you can't compare Michael Jordan and Tom Brady and the individual athletes like a Serena Williams and a Michael Phelps and these guys because it's two different type of dynamics. There's a lot of variables that have to go into you being successful when you're playing a team sport. Right. I mean, you could have the lowest ERA on earth. Right. But if your team loses while you're pitching, your win loss record is going to be garbage. Right. Because you might be doing all you can, but obviously your offense isn't doing it. And same thing with what you just said. If Tom Brady could have thrown a hundred touchdowns last night, if his defense was allowing Kansas city to throw 101 touchdowns, they would have still lost. Exactly. So there are a lot of variables that go into being the greatest of all time when you're playing a team sport. And maybe that makes it harder. Maybe. But, you know, because it's not all on you to do well. Right. But I don't know. It's That's just another aspect of how you can't say someone's the greatest of all time, period. Yeah. It's just hard to have the conversation because you want to believe that you can – pin down the greatest of all time and pin down, okay, who is the greatest in the sport of all time? And they're always going to, I mean, these conversations are always going to be had. I need, you need to write a book, the greatest of the era, because I don't think anybody ever talks (laughs) about that. I'm going to trademark it right now. You should. It is 435 on Monday, February 8th, 2021. So anyone comes out with this after this, too let too bad. You came up with the idea. Yep, the G O T E. The G O T E. And if you had to put a name on and I and I'm throwing this out, we didn't I didn't discuss this before you. If you were to say who is the greatest individual athlete of all time, who would you say? Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Dominant. And that's that's what it comes down to. It also, because that's what a lot of people put. I think it's Tiger Woods. Okay. In my opinion, 
I think what he's done for the game of golf and also the era that he came into what was not it may not have been as as competitive as it is now. People will say that, and people will also say that Jack Nicholas, you know, when he was around and he was winning 18 majors and all that stuff, it wasn't as competitive back then as it is now and all this stuff. But I think dominance has a big-time aspect to it. Yeah. And... Tom Brady, dominant. Right. Tom, 100%. I mean, he is he has proven that he is gone from being a part of a system that... It was the Patriots, and people could say whatever they want about the Patriots, but they made it to the Super Bowl a lot. He was the quarterback. He went to another team. He went to another division, and he did the exact same thing. Took a team. But you have to think about that, too. This is a Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski special. Yeah. This was not just Tom Brady going to this young team. Right. And throw Antonio Brown in there if you want to. For sure. This is not Tom Brady going to the young team because – if Tom Brady had stayed with the Patriots, he would have had a very young team that he would have to put on his shoulders, right. just like Cam Newton, and try to win. But Gronk came, and that yeah. makes a huge difference. I'm sorry. like No, you're right. Even because Edelman was out this year, right? So yeah. if he didn't have Edelman or Gronk at New England, he might not have done what he did this year. Well, and that's what he got booted out of the playoffs in the first round last yeah. year. Because he didn't have Gronk. And he didn't have Edelman. and Or he had Edelman, but that didn't matter at the time. But I think you're right. I And I don't think it's getting talked about enough. That Gronkowski signing after he decided to sign with Tampa Bay may be more important than the Tom Brady signing. Obviously, Tom Brady has needed to get Gronk on the team. But everyone's saying, oh, Tom Brady's the, he's, he's the reason, whatever. I mean, Gronkowski had two touchdowns and was dominant last in the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. week or this past week. And it is amazing to me just how much of a difference that that can make. And this was a Tampa Bay team that was already very good coming into this season without Tom Brady. The people that they got after he signed made a difference. I'm pretty sure they said the three players that scored touchdowns last night for Tampa Bay were signed after Tom Brady was signed with the team. That tells you all you need to know that guys wanted to play with Tom Brady. It's two, two, three guys that wanted to play with him. Two had already played with him before. And the rest is history, obviously. But it's just, it's hard to, you know, th- wrapping this up, I guess. <laughs> I think you're right. The thing that you said at the beginning, the thing that you said throughout this entire process and this entire 20 minutes of us talking about it. You don't want to say it because it's trademarked now. I don't. I I don't want to get sued. (laughs) Greatest of the era. The greatest of the era, I think, needs to be talked about. I think the, the greatest of all time, that argument needs to be thrown to the side. Overused. I think it is. I truly believe it is. I think we need to have certain marks of every sport, and you can do this for every sport. We're not going to break down every sport because we'd be on this for another couple hours. But I think that you need to take, because I'm sure there's every sport can say, hey, this was the time where the tides changed towards this way. It became a more quarterback-friendly league here. became a running back league here. Things are different here. And just in terms of football, you could probably say that about baseball. You could probably say that about every sport out there. And you need to establish these eras 
and then you can come up with your list. It's okay, people out there. It is okay to have multiple greatest in your sport. Right? Yeah, I think so. It's okay. You are Michael Jordan is allowed to be in the same conversation as LeBron James every day of the week. It is allowed. You may not like it. Deal with it. Well, Katie, that was fun. I, I hope you had a yeah, good time discussing you. that. Mm-hmm. Again, she coined the phrase. phrase G- G- I can't even say <laughs> G-O-T-E. it. G-O-T-E. Greatest of the era. Greatest of the era. I like it. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Hopefully, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. But if you have, if anybody is listening out there, do you have a suggestion for a topic, a sports topic? We love to topic, debate. We love to debate. Give us something that you guys want us to talk about. If we don't get any ideas, we'll talk about something we want to talk about. And you guys will find out what that's going to be later on this week. Thank you all so much, Katie. Thank you for joining. It's Thank always you. a pleasure talking to you. As always, the best wife in the world, ladies and gentlemen, mm. who is about to make us so much money off of the phrase, G-O-T-E, greatest of the era. Katie, thank you again.